0: Welcome to the From Battle to Business podcast. In this podcast, business coach and fellow veteran, Dean Van Dyke, will bridge the gap between service and civilian life, helping guide veteran business owners to supercharge their business and unlock hidden profits. You wouldn't go into battle alone, and now you don't have to in business. Let's get to it. Well, hey, welcome back and happy new year. And I hope everyone had a safe and great start to their new year. It's January 2nd. And I uh, hope you had a great holiday period. and uh, you know, looking forward to jumping back into things and and getting going. And I thought one of the relevant topics would be to talk about your personal relationship with time. Time management is our friend. It can be our enemy, depending on how uh, you work with time. And uh, you know, there, I, there's a phrase that says, if you don't manage your time, your time's going to manage you. And there are times it does happen. And so do you feel like you're the hamster on the hamster wheel, just constantly running and running and running? Do you feel like you're juggling many different things and trying to figure out, okay, which one's important? Which one do I need to do? Which one can I delegate? Uh, which folks is delegation is one of the key things to to think about. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but, uh, and so <clears throat> You know, it's just it's really our our relationship with time is one of the most interesting things, I think, because we all struggle with it. We all struggle with it, whether we want to admit it or not, we all struggle with time. And the thing is, is that a lot of times we're playing whack-a-mole. We, you know, we we're looking at the thing that pops up, we're gonna deal with it now, and we're gonna whack that mole so it goes away. Unfortunately. It comes back later. So it feels like we're on a merry-go-round. And that merry-go-round is no fun until we can jump off that merry-go-round. And hopefully, with some effective time management strategies that we'll talk about, we'll help you do that. And so Stephen Covey, many, many years ago, I think it was, I saw the, the video, it was from 19 mid 90s, I think, but he, he called somebody up on the stage and um uh, and, and started asking them about you know their. Uh, their life, uh, their, their job. And, and as he was asking her these questions, he took a, and he had like a bucket, a clear bucket. uh, And next to the bucket, he had a lot of, uh, big rocks, small rocks, which, you know, big rocks, small rocks, action items, tasks, OKRs. Um, and he started pouring these small pebbles in there. And these are all the things that, you know, pop up in our life, the curveballs, the lemons, um, uh, you know the things that interrupt our focus and really he started dumping and dumping and dumping and then he started saying okay so how do how how are you how do you focus on your life and he he started putting these rocks in there and it got to the point where the thing was overflowing and that's where time management comes in because if we effectively manage our time to the best of our ability and there's many many different ways for us to do it um you know time chunking um you know i believe elon musk uh, measures time down to his 15 minute marks in the calendar um some folks chunk their days 90 minute blocks you know whatever's most effective for you uh to do that and what she realized was that it was very difficult everything was she just had too much on her plate she or in her bucket actually And, and so through that, she realized she needed some effective time management, uh, techniques. And if you haven't read Stephen Covey's book, the seven habits of highly effective people, I highly recommend you read it. It's a timely book for any time. And so with that, let's talk about, you know, what are the different, I'll call them errors. You know, there's three different force levels as far as errors go, um, We'll we'll start with technical errors. And what these errors are is is really it's going to help you understand, um, like, for example, tasks have no home. So uh, I use a written planner. I track my tasks uh, in Trello, but I also write things down that I have that are Um, go-dos. Another technical error is you set aside the wrong time or you've miscalculated how long they're going to take. And what these errors do is that they they, as you recognize what they are, it will help you to develop a strategy to um, to tackle them. Uh, and a lot of times, <clears throat> you know, we don't remember what we have to do. Uh, and that's why I always recommend to my clients, carry something with you, whether it's your phone and notes, voice memo on your phone. Our phones have such great technology to capture our thoughts. Uh, or maybe for you, a better way is just to carry a journal with you. Uh, but those are some of the things from a technical perspective. Now, <clears throat> unrealistic realities which impact us all is health problems uh, limit our energy. Uh, maybe you're in transition. Uh, maybe you've had a life event, and it really, um, it really has impacted your ability. External, you know, external factors create things in your life that disrupt your time management, Uh, you know, in, in the corporate workspace is unrealistic workload. So as companies downsize, they add more and more and more to folks that remain behind and it creates more challenges for them. And lastly, you will talk about some psychological obstacles that we, we create, Uh, for example, unclear goals and priorities Uh, on a prior uh, podcast. We talked about, you know, what, is some effective ways to set those 2023 goals or commitments. Uh, I love this phrase, you're the conquistador of chaos. Well, a lot of folks believe they work well in chaos. And, you know, there are some that do, but in order for them to work well in chaos, they've trained and trained and trained and trained to the nth degree to get through that chaos. And so... You know, when we run into fears, we'll talk about fears for a little bit, but downtime, I struggle with downtime. Uh, My bride, she, you know, she makes comments to me. It says, you just can't sit still. Well, and I, so I struggle with the fear of downtime, Um, fear of perfection. You know, one of the phrases I love to use is progress over perfection. In fact, this year, my, my word for the year is progress. Um, And so those are some of the things, you know, the, the technical errors, the external realities, and the psychological obstacles that impact us. But, you know, Stephen Covey really talked about doing first things first. Well, so when you think about how you're currently scheduling things, you know, what what grounds you? What is your purpose? What is your values? Those things will help ground you in terms of managing your time. Now, when you think about it, some of us have bucket lists. Well, I want to do this before I die. Or, you know, when I retire, and by the way, I'm going to live Zig Ziglar's life and say, I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to get re-fired. But what am I going to do this year, this quarter, this week, today, now, today? Um, So one of the things, one of the phrases I love to say is plan the work and work the plan. So if you've got, we all have an electronic calendar. Some of us have, uh, you know, hard copy calendars. They both work the same way. And really what you need to do is find out when you can focus the best, uh, when you can uh, understand your best opportunities to get work done. Uh, because at the end of the day, time management boils down to this. What results matter to you most? What activities produce those results? And think eighty twenty. 20% of what you do is going to accomplish 80% of what you need to get done. And how much do you need to do with those quantity wise? When are you going to book the time? Um, and then, you know, a lot of us, Tony Robbins likes to, talk, likes to talk about the pain or pleasure principle. And there's a lot of, I mean, I love reading his books about how we work to avoid pain, but then how can we incorporate the pleasure in what we do? to reap that pleasure and reduce our pain. And so it is the pain of discipline or disappointment. And when you think about that, uh, one of the activities I work with my clients on is a skill fun box. Now, what the skill fun box does is that it, it allows them to understand what are the activities that I'm doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis that potentially I can delegate? You know, what are some of the things that... I can, uh takes a high skill level, but I have a high level of enjoyment in them as well. And a client of mine loved to do business development. He loved to visit, um, you know, construction projects, learn what they're doing, uh, become very aware of that and talk with the superintendents and, and work with them. And, and he did a very effective job at developing more business by doing what he loved to do. And some of the other stuff he delegated, was like bookkeeping, was, um, you know, collection, things like that. Those are some of the things he didn't enjoy doing. And James Clear says it best is the more disciplined your environment is, the less disciplined you need to be. Don't swim upstream. And it's very true. And how you set up your environment is crucial to helping you accomplish what you need to do. So when you think about Steve Jobs, people think... And what he said was people think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on, but in, that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the a hundred other good ideas that are out there. And that is really true. We say yes to one thing. What are we going to say no to? And those are conversations I have with my clients all the time is that if you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? And it makes them th- pause and think. And so <clears throat> When you think about time management, you need to use the quadrant that Stephen Covey talks about, you know, what's urgent, what's important, what's not urgent, and what's not important in the four different quadrants, manage, focus, avoid, and limit. And so we're all going to have to manage a crisis. It's important and it's urgent, whether it be a team member issue or a client issue, um, deadlines. Uh, things like that. Those are some of the things that we're just going to have to do. But when it comes to focus, which is creativity, uh, networking, building relationships, things like that, that's important, but maybe not so urgent. Um, And then when you think about um, things to limit, whether it's busy work, um, hours upon hours of Netflix binging, um, you know, some phone and some emails. uh, One of the things I, I, one of the strategies I talk with my clients are is, is your business email is for business. If you want to subscribe to newsletters, if you want to subscribe to things, get a Gmail, get a Outlook email, Yahoo, whatever it is, but don't clutter your inbox with non-business related stuff. Now, <clears throat> when you need to do deep work, that's when you need to focus. And that's when you need to set your phone to do not disturb uh, because the phone is probably the biggest distraction all of us have. Uh, Whether we're checking social media, which by the way, there's many, many effective tools out there that will limit your time on that phone, limit your time browsing the web. But it's very crucial to helping you focus. And, you know, Peter Drucker said it best, if there's any one secret to effectiveness, it's concentration. Effective executives do first things first and they do one thing at a time. Nobody can multitask, folks. I, I, maybe that's earth-shattering, you know, groundbreaking news. I hope not. But nobody can multitask. Your brain is not wired that way. Your brain is wired to focus on one thing, and that's it. And if you're not doing that, if you're trying to uh, do this, if you... Here's an exercise I would... I would propose and I'd love to hear your feedback on this. But if you're on a conference call or maybe it's a Zoom call, I want you to, and and you're listening, I want you to pick up your phone and I don't know, go browse, go, go browse Facebook, go browse Instagram, and then see if you can recall what the speaker just said. And I'm going to 99.999%, the five nines, guarantee that you won't recall what that speaker said. Just try that. And again, we do one thing at a time. You equal your calendar. Calendars never lie. They don't. Where you spend your time, it's just like where you spend your money. If you go in and you look at all the transactions in your ledger, in your bank statements, that's what's important to you. And that's what's very similar to your calendar. You equal your calendar. They don't lie. So for focusing Needs to be first on the compass, so guiding you, then the clock. So when I think about productivity techniques, I'm always thinking about planning. How can I plan my day and my week before they start? Because again, I talked about we're either going to manage our time or our time's going to manage us. And and I'll admit there are some days that my you know my time management is not that great. You know I get derailed. From a you know from a focus perspective, but really one of the and one of the activities that I have my clients do as well as what my coach did is how many times do I get distracted, and I place a check mark on a, a tick mark on a post it note. It's very foretelling. Manage control the phone and email, folks. Close your email unless that's what I mean, unless you need to be working in your email, close it. Phone. Is another one do not disturb, send it directly to voicemail. Um, you know, in order to concentrate, if, if you can take care of something, say five minutes or less, just do it, but set aside times, specific times within your calendar to deal with email, to deal with phone calls, voicemails, whether it's the beginning of your day or end of your day. I know a lot of folks don't look at email until five o'clock at night. They don't look at email until five o'clock at night, and they get all the deep work done, and then they dive into email. Last but not least, delegate. If you can delegate the lower tasks that you need to do, whether it's, you know, maybe it's bookkeeping, maybe it's um, your social media management, um, you know, things like that. If you can delegate those things, I highly recommend you delegate because from a productivity, these five things that we just talked, to, just talked about, plan, focus, manage, concentrate, and delegate will help you immensely. So just to recap <clears throat> about time management, plan the work and work the plan. And if you need help, with your time management, I have a series of, of things that I can help you achieve the time management that you're looking at. We're going to assess your goals. We're going to look at how you're managing your time today. And then we're going to get you on, on track so that you are managing your time and your time is not managing you. Please don't hesitate to reach out. If you're listening to us uh, via my podcast, please rate us, give us feedback so that we can improve and grow. Reach out at van Dyke or DeanVandyke.com for your complimentary sixty minute coaching session. I look forward to meeting you. Have a great time. Have a great rest of your day, and be blessed. Thanks for listening. In order to help others, please subscribe and share this show up with other veteran business owners in your network. If you want specific guidance, feel free to book a complimentary call with Dean at Deanvandyke.com. Remember, you wouldn't go into battle alone. And now you don't have to in business.